Hello, podcast world. Hello. Welcome to Dream Stories. Are you saying hello to me or to podcast world? You. Okay. I was saying, hello, Lisa. Welcome to Dream Stories. Okay. What do you think? How do you like being here at Dream Stories? Is it a place? Well, <laughs> is it a state of mind? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could be a know. nightmare sometimes. Sometimes it could be good. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, no, we're back. Back from where? Back from being gone. You s- okay? I'm so confused. What are you confused about? You said you wanted to I tell said, are people we, we say missed anything last about week? the fact that we didn't post a podcast last week, and you said no, we're not going to say anything <laughs> about it, and I said. But I knew you would feel better talking about it. Yes, we're not going to say anything about it. We're just going to let it go. And I was like, okay. And you're like, okay, fine. You can say something if you want to. So I choose to do your way, and I don't say anything. And then you say something. Look, we're both thinking of each other here on almost Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's good. We need to do that. I'm preferring you over myself and doing it your way. Okay. Well, thank you, Michael. Yeah, so we're back. From where? (laughs) From a week off. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you we were back from being nice to each other because we weren't being nice. I'm so confused. There the audience is going to be terribly confused. Oh, for us. yes. No, really, we missed last week's episode didn't get uploaded. We were uh, in the midst of dealing with the fulfillment of some of our dreams. We were trying to get ready to move. So. We are. We're still uh, trying yeah, to get our ready. Studio we're was, moving right now. If If... If you could use a metaphor, our studio was completely underwater last last week. It mainly was stuff. drowning? Oh. Yeah. The, no, no. It was buried under things where we were trying to rearrange and, and get moved. That's true. And have the studio ready to go so we won't miss anything as yeah. we're in the process of moving. So we're quasi-packing up the studio sort of this week, moving it to another location. So yeah. bear with us as we are in this place of transition and... um trying to get through our podcast and get relocated to a temporary studio until our permanent studio is Built. finished. That's That'll right. be about six months. So, Yeah, we're building out of space in a new home. Yeah. So it'll be fun. It's exciting. Yeah, good deal. I guess we should talk about dreams. Well, that's usually what the podcast is about. Yes. So is. dreams it is. Okay. We've been, we've been talking about how to respond to dreams, and we had an interesting dream come up this week. A friend of ours who actually had a dream about the two of us, uh, with us in it, and the real question was, how do you respond when you don't really know for sure what the dream means? You've got a general idea, some some thoughts about what the dream may mean, but we're actually waiting for further understanding of yeah. the details of what the dream means. Yeah, I mean, this is one of our friends, and she was trying to decide, did she even want to share the dream with us? Because she was like, do I share the dream? Do I just keep it to myself? I mean, what, you know, Which is actually a good perspective to have on dreams. It's not always that you need to share with others. Uh, in, in this case, our friend knows we do a lot of interpreting and yeah. felt it, you know, after weighing it out and considering it, not just running and telling us all about it, felt like it was a good idea to share the dream and mm-hmm. actually went over the dream with another friend who knew us? Who knew us to get better support for the decision being made of whether you talk about the dream right. or just hold it and pray. And yeah. ultimately, she decided it was a good idea to talk about the dream and share it with us, both yeah. for letting us know and with help understanding it. Though I'm not sure we had a tremendous amount more understanding than she did. Right. And, you know, sometimes 
um, you know, you you could say things that, um, uh, not that this dream was like. I, I don't mean to make it sound like this was a life changing dream for us. You know, no, I mean, it was just a good it, dream. It, we're just using this as an example, so we're focusing on the fact. You know, when do you share? How do you share? When do you hold on? When do you let it go? Yeah. Why don't you Why don't you share what the dream was? Because I don't want people thinking it was real complicated. Oh no, it was challenging very dream simple, to but figure out whether you should share or not. It was just a basic question you should ask yourself. It was very beautiful. You know, it really right. was just a simple little dream and. Um, and it was funny because that was one of the first things she said. She was, now I had this dream and she was, honestly, it's just very simple. And I said, bring it on. I love a simple dream. We love simple dreams. That's right. <laughs> I think sometimes people may think, Ooh, I mean, if I could just tell you all the amazing color and the amazing detail in the dream that that's going to make us believe that it's from God more or that there's yeah. more presence on it. And there, there may be some truth in that, but that's usually very personal, isn't it? Right, it is. And, and and not that it's not fun to hear some of that stuff, but the longer you make the dream and the more complicated you make the dream, instead of just sharing it, sometimes you can make it more difficult to understand. That's right. That's true. So you want me to start off with the yeah, dream? Yeah, so share, share her dream because I want people to understand it was a very simple, straightforward dream. The question was not, is this a life-changing dream or was it and do i share it the question was more okay here's a dream Mm -hmm. simple dream am i supposed to share or not share right very basic question and a great question in how do you respond to a dream about others right because a lot of times dreams about others aren't actually about the others we're still at the center of the dream and it's for us it just has others in it yeah yeah and well gosh i hope i remember everything in the dream The, the thing that i remember was we were standing in a room, I think. Yeah. And um, there was like a table or a shelf or something, and it had six jars on it. Right, six mason jars. I was getting there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> had six mason jars uh, sitting there, and she could see that there was something inside of them. And she knew that it was like a bread starter. And for those of you who don't, bake or understand how um, doughs work sometimes when you're dealing with something that has a live culture in it like a yeast or a um, a bacteria or something that you want to ferment and um, cause air and bubbles to get trapped in it it has to um, you have to feed it sometimes like there's something called a friendship bread you have to feed it with sugar ever so many days like seven days yeah. and, it, and it gets fermenty and stinky and swells up and multiplies it's kind of like the blob sometimes but yeah, you anyway, got to give some of it away yeah, and then you have sourdough baby. yeah there's all kinds yeah. but anyway so she she knew there was a bread starter in these six mason jars right and so she was looking at them and she was thinking hmm that's interesting and we began to look at them and she knew that in one of the jars that only one was actually ready to be used as a starter the others were working like they were beginning they to were starting, they but, were starting mm-hmm. but they weren't they weren't ready they weren't mature i guess you could say ready to to use so um i think that was the end of it wasn't I it i think that was it i think one of the things she said was at first it bothered her that only one was ready like it was like That's oh right. goodness only one is ready but then as the dream carried on it became more like one of them's ready and the others are getting ready you know mm-hmm. yeah it became i think somebody was there someone she didn't know was telling her that's okay or something right, like that. That's all right. That's right. Somebody told her that's okay. Right. Yeah. So 
So I thought it was a very encouraging dream. I did too. I thought it was really neat because it says, basically, simply put, the dream says some things you're involved with are ready to move forward. And it may involve some financial blessing, dough mm-hmm. in the in the mason jars. Uh, but clearly it says some things, some of the things you're working on are ready to move forward. Right. Uh, and that's that's a really great, encouraging dream. The real question becomes, what do the six jars represent and what is it that's ready to move on? Right. I mean, you know, if I can, I, she said, you know, gosh, we looked at what did the number sixes mean and all this stuff and six can mean the number of man and you can get at all these things. And I said, honestly, I think it's simple. I think it's probably six areas in our life that have to, or six aspects of ministry that we do or, you know, and then God may be just breathing on one right now to give it life and say, this one's ready. Yeah. But and, maybe and the others are just percolating. They're, they're there. Right. And they've but, been started, but maybe they're just not really fully mature yet and ready to be released. And sometimes that's, that gives you peace because it didn't come from you. It didn't come from a thought from yourself it came from someone outside of, of you know, I started to say outside of yourself. <laughs> that that yeah, makes well, sense. That but someone, you know, that's not in our immediate family um, that saw, you know, had the dream that God gave the dream to. And so anyway, it was just very encouraging. I loved it. I thought it was a precious dream. And I said, oh, do you mind if we share that a little bit? And so how do you act on those things? Well, it's it's challenging. One of the things I think that comes from it is the things we learn from it. Because I think for our friend – she learned how to discern when you talk about a dream or don't talk about a dream. And how do you deal with a dream and understand whether it's for you or it's for someone else? Right. That's an important response to your dream. A dream for someone else is most often just for you to pray and and consider and ponder and support someone else, not for you to run, tell them everything. But in this particular dream, she had a great response to it, which was questioning and taking your time in determining, is this an encouraging dream? Is this something that needs to be shared because it's going to stir somebody uh, to a level of encouragement? And the answer is yes. We don't have to know all of what that dream is about and what every symbol in it means in order for it to be an encouragement because Mm -hmm. the dream clearly says something you're working on is ready to move forward. Right. That's an encouragement. That's right. It, you know, if think about it, it, I don't have to be able to identify all six things, if that's what it is, that we're working on right now and then decide which one of them is ready to go. I just get to know that God has given someone else a message for us that says things are ready, things yeah. are moving, yeah. things are percolating. Yeah, so you may have a dream and, and you may wonder, what does this have to do with right now? You really have to sit and just, um, I mean, you don't want to have to try to figure it out. A lot of times it'll just, it'll just come to you and you'll be so amazed yeah. at how quickly it comes to you. And other times it's that you have to just, I say, put it on the back burner and just go, okay, I don't quite know what that means yet, but we'll just see. But honestly, if you don't put some form of attention on it, you won't ever know. Well, and that is part of the response to a dream is to just simply Pay attention to it. Yeah, we don't have to have all the answers. The, the what we're talking about is there's a difference between the interpretation of the dream, something that you're working on is ready to move forward. Yeah, one of the things you're working on is ready to move forward. 
There's a difference between the interpretation, that, and the application. Oh, your podcast is ready to move forward. You, you're doing some training classes. You've got a conference coming up. You've got a mission trip coming up. You've got two or three more things coming up. But it's your podcast that God is about to bless, and it's going to produce uh, financial support, mm-hmm. and it's suddenly going to blossom and grow in some way. We don't know that. Right. We don't know what the basin charge represent, and we don't have to. Right. To respond well to the dream. Well, I mean, you know, look, you could go in a million different directions with it. You could say, well, my goodness, well, mason jars are used to um, preserve food. Yeah. So it must have something to do with preservation, you know. Or so, so you could go and a lot, a lot of people um, store dry goods, you know. Some, well, some store soup starters, I you think know. one of the people that uh, our friend talked to said, you know, there were six uh, jars of water, uh, water pots right. that – Jesus turned into wine. Maybe it has something to do with transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the, all those things were beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I they're great. Them. They're great. But part of this is about knowing the interpretation prepares you for the application. Responding to the dream means accepting the interpretation, being encouraged, which we are, mm-hmm. uh, looking for what is the fulfillment of the dream without forcing it, like we talked about last time. And then waiting on the application. And at some point, we will see, it may be after the fact, the dream may be fulfilled before we fully understand what the application is. But at some point, we will see what was this talking about specifically. Until then, we're responding well to the dream Mm -hmm. by being encouraged. Well, it's not not just being encouraged, but also having conversation. Because one of the other things... That someone said was there's six members of our family as far as like there's two of us and then we have four sons so there's six but now we have more don't well, we? Well, that's true. We yeah. have a grand. We have a we have a daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law and two, two granddaughters. Grand- that's right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that could be it. But what to me the thing that um, I think about is um, we're having conversation with God, our Creator, right. and He interacted with us through someone else. Um, but he interacted, and so... Well, and part of our response is talking to him about it. And seeking him, and we keep telling people, the more emphasis that you are... Let me rephrase that, because I I don't want people to think that we're saying, oh, my goodness, you should dream every single night and know everything, you know, that you dream about, and you should have an interpretation for everything, and you should live by that. We're not saying that, but what I'm saying is, while you're sleeping, don't let that time be wasted, Maybe God wants to speak to you, your creator God, during that season. So don't cut it off and and put some value on it. I think that's the right word I'm looking for is put some value in it. And if you put value on it, um, you will see God begin to communicate with you through your dreams. I truly believe that. It's true. And, and, and I think it's important to recognize that we don't have to have all the answers to know he's communicating with us. Right. It, just the spark that lets us know our creator cares yeah, and that others around us care enough to listen to him when he encourages them to encourage us. That's a, that's yeah. a blessing. You know, sometimes it, people will uh, contact us about dreams or visions and, um, you know, they'll, they'll say, Oh, I had this dream and, and I think it's about uh, so-and-so and we'll, vi- we'll start talking to him through the dream and we'll find out, no, that dream is about you. That dream right. is totally about you. It, yeah, but so-and-so is in it. Yes, but 
the focus kept coming back to you. Yes, that other person is in it. What do they represent? You know, but the dream is about you. But this time, the dream wasn't about our friend, and that was obvious. We were the center of the dream. Well, and, and that's was, that's good. I mean, it, it really, that's the question you ask. Mm-hmm. Who's the center of attention in the dream? If the center of attention is the dreamer, it doesn't matter how much of the dream is about someone else. The dream is still about the dreamer. If the center of attention is the other people, right? then the dream very well may be about those other people. And sometimes, you know, people can get lost because they'll be like, well, who is it about? Is it about me? Is it about this person? We were doing all these things. Sometimes it's a collective of different things. The focus can be that, y'all, uh, you know, there's a group of people, and maybe many people are in the dream, but y'all are all working towards a common goal to make something happen. Right. So that can be the focus as well, an actual topic, you know, like. Sure. Say if you had a lot of people, friends of yours, and y'all were all, if you had a dream that you were, you know, building a building. That would mean something that there was something for you guys to do together, you know? Yeah. So you have to really pay attention to, you know, what the central focus of the dream is. And as a dreamer, you ask yourself the question that part of your response to the dream is to ask yourself the question, where am I in the dream? Yeah. Am I the focus, the center of attention? Am I just a participant, but not the most important, you know, element of the dream? Or am I just observing, just watching the dream? Yeah. And those three possibilities help a dreamer to determine who the dream is about. If you're the center of attention, the dream's probably about you. If if you're, you know, just observing, you're not in the dream at all, but you're kind of like a fly on the wall looking down and, pay, you know, peeking in, mm-hmm. the dream's probably not about you. It's right. about the other person or the other people or the, the other uh, focus of the dream. But then that middle one is is where it gets hard. I'm participating. I'm maybe not the main focus, but I'm participating. Right. And and that's where discernment comes in. You, you mm-hmm. just have to ask Holy Spirit, who's the dream about? It's true. So let's shift to the other mason dream. <laughs> it's true. We had another, we had a, a different dream. Not a mason jar, but no, a but person a mason person. Mason. Yeah. A mason's dream uh, was an interesting dream because, and it still fits our topic that we're, I think, sort of beginning to wrap up on how do you respond to a dream. Because this dream created an intense desire to understand what it was about mm-hmm. and what did it mean, some ideas about what it meant, but also some confusion. Yeah. So why don't since I shared the last dream, why don't you share this one? Do you remember? Everything? I do. I do. Our our um, uh, dreamer mm-hmm. uh, Mason has a dream that he walks into a room and he sees his father, who is actually deceased in real life. He sees his father uh, sitting on a futon that's actually a bunk bed type futon. It has two levels. And he goes over, he sits down in the room next to his father, and he feels like he's missing something. There's something missing. But as he sits there for a few minutes, and he and his father are watching television, he begins to feel more complete, and ultimately feels like whatever he was missing has been restored. And I believe he said his father had a hat on maybe mm-hmm. and had a red shirt. Mm-hmm. And that was all he remembered about the dream. Right. The thing he he did say that was important to him was he didn't his dad didn't talk to him. Right. Didn't talk to him at all. You know, I find that so interesting. And we're gonna get to the dream in a minute, but I've told you how many times I've dreamed about a lot of my loved ones and it's rare that they talk to me. It is so rare. 
Right. And deceased I think, loved ones. Yes, deceased. Sorry, I didn't say that. That's um, okay. It's so rare that they talk to me. I mean, I, I can only think of probably a handful, and I dream a lot, and I dream a lot about my deceased loved ones. Um, now there Recently I had one where one of my loved ones was talking to me, but it's so rare. Right. And so I wanted him to be encouraged. I forgot to to tell him that, you know, um, don't be discouraged because they didn't say anything to you. Right. It, it's not necessary. No. And in that dream, it wasn't necessary. That was a beautiful dream that was partially a dream and partially uh, uh, an encounter right. with the deceased father. Oh, wait a minute, Michael. Can we have encounters with deceased people? <laughs> well, we can. I think we've talked about that we before have. on the podcast. So we if have. that does freak you out, you may want to go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes where yeah. we laid that out. That's right. And discussed it. So we're not just, you know, throwing something crazy out there. We really do believe there's some, for Christians, there's some biblical evidence that uh, when it's initiated by our creator and not sought after by us, which is what the case was here, right. Mason was not looking he wasn't. to have a dream about his father, but he also was very broken by the loss of his father. He was very And it was very painful to him. Because his father was young. Right, yeah. And so he, he really struggled through that. But he was not looking, saying, oh, I want to have a dream about my father. Oh, I want to see my dad. I want to." He was not pursuing, saying, oh, I need an encounter with my father to now, feel at peace. He may have been missing him. And right. just a grief, you know, where he, I think it was uh, unexpected. It kind of happened quickly, even though his father had been sick. Just, you know, had was unexpected. So, And, and there's always that desire of for course. one last conversation. One last, but this was a situation where it was a... a, a an, element of the dream that was initiated by our creator and not initiated by pursuit by mason the mm-hmm. dreamer that's right and i thought it was interesting because the television in the dream uh didn't serve much of any purpose metaphorically except to say part of this dream is more like a vision television than a dream which yeah. is part of this dream is literal he right. was sitting there with more his father encounter, that's mm-hmm. right. and that's you know that's interesting in responding to our dreams, figuring out what they are. Sometimes they're dreams, metaphor, need interpretation. Other times they're more like visions or encounters where they're more literal and you don't have to interpret a lot. But if you read the book of Daniel, you'll find Daniel had a lot of dreams that had visions in them and visions that had dreams in them. In other words, parts were metaphorical and parts were literal of the same encounter, the same situation. And that's kind of what this was. And I think the television and the dream didn't really do a lot except to say part of this is vision, part of this is literal. You are sitting there with your Sometimes it's a pun dad. or a play on words. We yeah. don't always get that sometimes. You know, it's but, true. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I think, And I think there was healing for Mason, yeah. the dreamer. There was healing for him to know that his father, uh, you know, what is a futon? A futon transitions from a... a a seat, a, a couch type setting to more of a bed, a place of rest. Mm-hmm. And so part of this, and then this futon particularly had two levels, a lower level and a higher level. And so the dream was saying, your dad has made a transition. He's moved into a higher place. He's moved into a place of rest. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the then the feeling more complete by the end of the dream says, you don't have to keep hanging on to this. I'm okay. Yeah. You know? And so 
it's a beautiful picture of peace and helping a dreamer let go of some of the pain. We never get over the, the pain 100% when we lose a loved one. But we do have to overcome it sufficiently to move forward. Yeah. And that's what this was saying. You can do this. You mm-hmm. can move forward because things are okay. That's true. It was, it. it was a great dream. And I, I think I love the fact that our um, the dreamer and his wife, the wife is who called us, uh, said said to us that, uh, well, I kind of felt like that's what the dream was about. Mm-hmm. There was a sense and a feeling it was more than just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. That's an awesome, awesome thing when you, you feel it within yourself before. And Mason, I think, had probably felt that way as well. Right. So, yeah, very good. That's awesome. I think I'm running out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here talking and looking at you, and there's these blank eyes looking back at me like, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes, you know, when we share things sometimes, I mean, this is one of our family members too, you know, so. Right. This well, is, I didn't know for is, sure if you wanted me to well, say that. Well, so. you just had this weird look in your face. I was like, does he not want me to say who he is? Yeah, but this is my know. niece and her right. husband, yeah. And um, it, it's interesting because, you know, you, you want to help bring comfort to people. And right. there's so many things that you want to try to say to relieve their pain. I even was speaking to a friend today who, had lost a loved one, and I wanted to, you know, you want to help them with their pain, but when you have a dream where God just makes it so beautiful um, and peaceful, you know, it's just like there was something yeah. that was missing, and then suddenly it's restored when he's sitting beside his daddy. And there's a metaphor in that. Right. Draw close to your, you know, your creator, Godfather, and Godfather, <laughs> your <laughs> Father God, whatever, your Creator God, draw close to Him. There's comfort there. And there's, there's comfort there. there. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about this. There was a vision, literal type element to this encounter with His natural Father, and there was a metaphor in the same symbolism. Yeah, and you know, I, I know I've talked about this dream several times, and I can't help it. It's so powerful for me. I, I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget this, was the one with my mom. Just, you know, this this past year. Yeah. You know, she came, she put her arm around me, and then I reached and put my arm around her, but I didn't even know who it was, and it was such warmth and love, and I just, I remember when I finally realized it was my mom, it was like, oh, and I just melted into her. And, um, you know, there's just something peaceful about that, and I, I think that's what Mason was trying to convey, is that, that that dream brought him a completeness that he had not felt Maybe right. since his father's passing. So um, there's only, to me, there's only one place that you can really experience that, and that's through something like a dream or an experience with your creator. And, and I love the fact that we have a creator God, a father, who cares enough to say things are all right with your natural father. Mm-hmm. You can have peace there. And in the same imagery, the same pictures say, you want to truly know that peace? Then come sit down with me for a while. Right. And, you know, a bed can also speak of intimacy, growing right. intimate with the Father. And so, you know, even my niece talked about, you know, how she had had a dream a few years ago from when her brother had passed, which was my nephew, and how, you know, he came to her and said, it's okay. You know, he told her, be at peace. So your Creator God cares for you, and He wants to bring you peace in dreams. 
that almost sounded Irish. And he wants to bring you peace and dreams. Anyway, um, he does. <laughs> he does. And not that we need to get caught up in that. To get caught up in that means we then respond poorly yeah. and start pursuing. Where's the peace at? Where, yeah. The peace. Or we start pursuing the encounter right. with a deceased person. or we start, And then we're out of balance. Yeah, It's just like the people who, who believe they can't get dressed unless they have a dream for what to wear or the person who's, um, you know, involved in an affair in the dream. And then the spouse decides, or they have a dream about, uh, having a, an intimate encounter with another person and the spouse decides they're having an affair. You know, mm-hmm. those are poor responses right. to the dream. There's metaphor. There's, there's, there's several ways we can respond badly, which is naturally trying to decide we know and, use our own strength to figure out how to handle a dream. Right, doing it in our own way. Right. So, you know, I think you're, I think you're hitting things on the head there. We, we don't want to just be the dream is the only thing that brings us to a place of peace. That's right. But it is one mechanism It is one way, it. it is. It really is. Okay. Well, cool. Why don't you tell people how if they wanted to reach out to us, um, how they can do that. Yeah, you can get us on Facebook at Dream Stories Podcast. Uh, if you search Dream Stories on Facebook, you'll find our podcast page. A lot of information there, and we post our podcast there. You can find our podcast on just about any podcasting service. And you can also join us on our website, which is MyDreamStories.com. We've got a forum there to help interpret dreams, and we do some dream training there. Uh, and we're getting ready to launch uh, some new things, hopefully here in the next few months, that will provide opportunities for interaction and conversation together through some of our web services. So keep an eye on mydreamstories.com, which will have information about that coming up. Okay, soon. cool. And then if you like what you hear on our podcast, you can share it, you know, and let other people know. Um, we have friends who have said, oh, I, I was telling... Somebody was telling me they were having all these dreams, and I was like, oh, you need to listen to this podcast. So Yeah, we love it when you share it. Yeah. We love it when you give us comments and uh, reviews. It's really a cool thing for us. So we appreciate it very much, and our time's up. So I guess we should say at this point, till next time, my, you're nodding your head. Look at you. I'm dancing. Go ahead. No, no, it. you're saying he's going to say it again. No, I know you're going to say it. I'm <laughs> dancing to it. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's a, all right. It's a puppet dance. Till next time, keep dreaming.